Hey, Wrestle fans, you're listening to the Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 54. This wheel wants me dead. What's up, Warheads? Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 54. I'm DJ. I'm here with Brett. We can't waste any goddamn time because AEW decided that Dark needed to be over two hours this week. Would you say that we ain't got time to bleed? No, because uh, we neither of us are Jesse the Body Ventura. You don't know that. We're not even Jesse the Mind Ventura. What about the governor, Jesse Ventura? No. The governor. No, neither of us have gone on late night television and made disparaging remarks about the Irish. That's very true. He did that. He did do that. That was the thing. God damn it. Well, it's Jesse. He apologized. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, eh, it's the Irish. (laughs) And I was going to be like, all right, ladies and gentlemen. uh, (laughs) No. Sorry for our Irish listeners. No. I, uh, listen, no, I'm not even going to go there and say, I know one Irish guy. And, uh. They're right. Irish, uh, Scottish, whatever, Welsh. <laughs> no longer listening to this podcast. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, for real, Brett, how are you? I'm uh, I'm a little shook up. Okay, I'm all shook up. Okay. Not all. I'm not I'm all shook up, but I'm a I'm little shook up. up. Uh, we watched The Conjuring before, mm-hmm. yep. and I've never seen it, and. Yes. Uh, that's a scary fucking movie, it's a scary man. Movie. That's what I want. I want. I want the listeners of this wrestling podcast to to feel your fear when we record. Like, oh man, can I be like a face of fear? No. Why? You can you can venture into the White Castle of fear. Can I just venture to a White Castle instead? You could. All right, I'd yeah. rather. But you can only get the uh, meat replacement sliders, like the like the Beyond the sliders, Beyond sliders, the yeah. Fuck no! I don't want to do that. They weren't bad. Yeah, but they're not like the White Castle Rat Burgers. That's true. What is though? Right? That's true. They are wonderful. They are. We haven't had White Castle in a long time. We haven't. Uh, we can't leave. Nobody. Can, nobody's say, a yeah, White Castle. I mentioned we're, some people we, have. We ain't fucking we're in Pennsylvania, the land of no White Castles. I think the closest is like Allentown. Yeah, well, and, and they're I tearing dri- all the factories down I there. Say, so yeah, I'm not driving to Allentown for White Castle. Nah. Mm-mm. How much I drive to Allentown for these days? No. No, nothing. The Croc Rock. <laughs> yes, the Croc Rock. Right. We're gonna, I'm going to go see Monster Magnet and Buck Cherry at the Croc Rock. <laughs> I'm sorry. Real thing. Uh, I know. I, uh, I mean, here I am. I'm like, yeah, man. Remember when I saw Biohazard there mm-hmm. and Body Count? We saw Body Count there. And then you're like, yeah, Monster Magnet and Buck, Buck Cherry. Cherry. Buck Cherry open. Monster Magnet headlined. I can't think of a show more torturous for me. Uh, I mean, I I had fun. That's all that matters. It is all that matters. I, I agree. You yeah. paid. You paid your hard-earned money, so I, you do what you want I with did. it. I did. I did. You, you delinquent. Yes. Uh, what can I say? I'm all lit up again I hate on you my so couch much. with my friends. I hate you so so much. God damn. You. I love the cocaine. I love the cocaine. You said it, not me. Uh, it's a wrestling podcast. Somebody's got to. <laughs> This is now an 80s wrestling it podcast. Is, it might as well be. Oh, man. I wish it was. Right? Well, don't say that. Now people are going to want that. Now I'm going to want that. And where, where else are people going to get their <laughs> their recaps of wrestling by two guys who know, who aren't sure that they liked it? Who are pretty sure they didn't like it. That's not true. I li- Spoiler alert. I like this week a lot. Okay. Kind of. Well, a little bit. I like this week a lot. Kind of. Maybe. Hmm. No, I did. There's just some redacteds that I don't want to talk about. Well, but anyway. That, that goes with the territory it does. here. AEW Dark 57, uh, two hours and eight minutes long, which is so much long. It's now eight minutes longer than their TV airtime 
but probably like a half an hour longer because of commercials and TV. It's fucking insane. Uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, Sixteen matches. I it's think it's too much. It's it, it's way too much. Um, and uh, I don't know how much longer either one of us are going to be able to continue to do this, and I, uh, it will become a hey, what'd you watch from Dark this week? Yeah, because I don't need to see uh, Alan Angel's squash a guy. I don't need to waste my time. So we're like we'll talk about it when we're going over this, but like, um, if you're developing a story, mm-hmm. I'll watch. Yeah, if it's just the squash right. to try to develop someone, I'm over it. The, like, the, listen, this yeah, isn't WWF right. superstars where I love that shit because you're also doing recapping stuff right. and like. Plus, we, we talked about it last week. This should be coolest, if it's but... two hours long, it should be like primetime wrestling. It should have interviews yeah. and recaps, and then a match or two from you know whatever. I think the thing that people don't get is when they watch these shows and wrestling like this nowadays, they still call these enhancement matches, right? They're not enhancing anyone. Yeah, enhancement means there's a guy in a storyline you need to make him look strong. So you put him over a jobber so you can run through the jobber and like, holy crap, he beat up that dude. He looks good. These None of these ever go anywhere. Mm-hmm. They're just content. Like, they're just fodder. That's perfect. It's content. It's just content. Yep. That's you could, all you it could is. have said it any better. So, like, that's where the issue becomes. Because even if you're going to tell, continue to tell the story of the librarians and Dragon Man, at least you're trying with something. Um, but a lot of these things, at least, I, so I had the second half of Dark. There, there wasn't really any storyline anywhere. Um, and, you know, they're filmed the week before we see them, so it's hard to do anything, you know, like enhance anything that had happened. It's weird. Um, because, like, you know, my, my main event was uh, Phoenix and Sonny Kiss. Well, you could have done something with this, but no, because Phoenix is in a storyline on the main show so when he's on the match here, there's no mention of anything. He's just having a match. I mean, yeah. But on the main show, he's in stuff. So don't put him here. He has his spot. And it, I love seeing Phoenix. Yeah, it's tough. But it, it's just it, – it's it's an odd uh, use of your talent. I get some of the reason why you're doing it, but I think it's a waste. I think it's a waste of your resources. I think it's a waste of time for the most part. And if it continues to be two hours long, uh, I will just pick – who I want to watch and yeah, see. Yeah, that's it. Um, you know, and if there's storylines on Dark that are dark storylines, I might I'll might skip them. I don't care. If if they try and weave main roster stuff in through here, great. You know, I'll always watch Eddie Kingston. I'll sure. always watch Big Butch if he's on there. I'll always watch Sonny Kiss. Um, you know, uh, also again, I mean, we're we're getting we're getting dark now that is also isn't featuring women's talent. I was going to bring that up, so I'm glad you um, did. You know, my first match was a women's tag match. Uh, but that was it. 16 matches. Did you have a women's match in your first? Uh, I believe I did. Yeah. Yeah, I believe I did. So two out of 16. What a great record. You're really, you're really paying attention. You're really giving the care to this division to make people want to watch. I'm sorry. You're actually going to pay $50 to make them feel like they belong instead of showcasing (laughs) a division that you could be doing. You know, you talk about Abaddon being the number three ranked on your main show, but you don't show her on TV ever. She hasn't been on TV right. in a long time. Dude, she, they put out a new shirt for her, though. It's yeah. actually kind of sick. I'm just not spending no. my money on no. uh, on a certain T-shirt. You know, that shirt, uh, this is this is a huge tangent. We will get into the wrestling in a second. I got a text alert 
from that certain t-shirt company. I did too. And yep. I was like, what the fuck is yeah, this? And yep. I immediately texted Same. stop right yep. back. Yep. No fucking way. Yeah, no thanks. No. That's insane. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Especially <laughs> seeing that they're that some they're some wrestler is printing three percenter shirts through them. Oh, that's uh that's Garrett Bischoff. Oh yeah, that's right. It's uh-huh. it's Bischoff's kid. Right. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh go fuck yourself. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's get into this dark because let's uh, do it. We got a lot to talk it's about. It's gonna be a long time. We'll fly. Here. Um it's the sound of flying. Yeah. That's that's a sound all right. The, the sound, sorry. Um <laughs> So. We have Sean Spears with Titty Blanchard. Titty Blanchard. Going up yeah. against the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. Wow. Okay. Goes seven minutes. Spears wins. Uh, it was whatever. Um, after the match, totally gave him the uh, the glove. Scorpio Sky ran out, made the save. Mm-hmm. And then Spears leveled like some stagehand. Okay. Again, I'm like, all right. There's some storyline there. Like whatever. I'll, tr- been, I'll try. That's been weaving into the main show. When they when they have time to fill, they're like, eh, let's put Jan Spears up here for yeah. this for this spot because yeah. we got three minutes we need to fill instead of putting a short women's match on the show. Yeah. I'm gonna <sighs> hammer that home. I'm gonna hammer that home forever. And I'm sorry if he gets sick of hearing it. And I'm sorry if he gets sick of hearing us bitch about dark. Uh, and I know we don't have any actual power to change any of that. But seriously, showcase your women's division. That's all I'm asking. Well, next match certainly does when you have Kylan King uh-huh. going up against Brandy Rhodes. Okay. Uh, it was a three and a half minute squash. Of course it was. Kylan King gets the win? No. Oh, shock. Nope. It was uh, It was seriously a squash. Nice. Good. Like, Brandy was countering everything and getting the better of exchanges. And I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. Uh, against but, Kylan King, huh? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So it was uh, all right. Kylan King, who had a somewhat competitive match with Britt Baker on the main show. Okay, uh-huh. great. Yep. No consistency is all there. It lines up perfectly. Three minutes and twenty seconds. Yep. Did Brandy um, have anybody with her? Like any f- tag partner that she was having for a few weeks? Nope. No. Nope. Oh, I wonder why. Hmm. 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 Um, hmm. The best part of the match was John Silver coming out with a sign that said Johnny Hungy. <laughs> Okay. And uh, I guess he wants to be on that YouTube show that Brandy does. He is. Yeah, I saw he what he did, so he did that, post the picture his, on his, his. Yeah. So Johnny Hungy. Yep. Um, but it just, oh god, like what a yeah, that's ridiculous. What a fucking right. ego stroke this was. Yep. Poor Kylan King, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, next match, I had David Ali going up against uh, Ricky Starks. Okay. I'm sure you know the way this is going. Yeah, David Ali squashing a minute Absolutely. and a half. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Starks wins with the Rochambeau. Mm-hmm. It was like a three-minute squash. Uh, you know, we, we've never really talked about this, but him calling it the Rochambeau really bothers me. Because um, it's not the Rochambeau. So what's your definition of the Rochambeau? Rochambeau is you kick each other in the nuts and okay, see the first good. one that's why, heals that's over. That's why we're friends. Right. Yeah. So like I don't get it. Like you're, if you just kick somebody in the balls, I get it. But that's not what you're doing. You just you're just hitting them with the moves, trying to be funny. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, Starks gets on commentary. You should just call it Rand, like Randy Marsh. The Randy Marsh is what you should call it. <laughs> the the pandemic special. Um, yeah, Starks gets on some commentary, which he's been fun on commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, next match we have is Scorpio Sky versus Fuego del Sol. That's Fire of the Sun, for those of you who don't know Abla Espanol. Sure is. Um, in the middle of the match, they had a discussion about the Goosebumps series. Okay. The books or TV show? The books. Okay. 
Don't know why. All right. They Probably because Ricky Starks looks like that little puppet guy that they had on there. <laughs> oh, Jesus. They said, Taz, you like Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Like, yeah, I'm a big fan. And they go, what's your favorite one? He goes, Goosebumps too." <laughs> so, I'm good. Gonna, all right. Good, good on, job, Taz. Taz. Proud of you, buddy. Um, yeah. Uh, Scorpio Sky put Fuego del Sol in a scorpion deathlock where I thought he was going to rip his fucking knees off his body. Okay. Uh, it went like five and a half minutes after the match. Is he calling it the Scorpio Deathlock? Please, I fucking. Hope I hope not. so. Oh no, God, I hope so. No, I, no. damn it, damn you! I would only, the only the only Scorpion Deathlock that matters is the Scorpion King Deathlock. That's right. God damn it! That's right. He does this. He does the Scorpio Deathlock, the Scorpio <laughs> Death Drop. Oh my! He's gonna start coming down from Daly's place yep. roof. God damn it! It's gonna be real hard. I don't think they have a roof. Uh, there's a roof somewhere. Okay. Build a roof for him. <laughs> Build a roof. Um, after the match, Sean Spears music hits. Again? You're getting two Sean Spears in, in one dark hair. But he doesn't come out. Oh. Oh, mind, mind games. games. Mind games. Wow. Mind games. Okay, you learned that from Teddy, for sure. Mind games. Teddy Blanchard. Next match we have is Aaron Solo. Okay. Going up against Luchasaurus. Mm-hmm. During the match, uh, I guess... And I don't know too much about Ricky Starks, like, on the indies or whatever. But I guess him and Solo used to be a tag team. Okay. And they were just like, yeah, we used to be a tag team. And, okay. like, he compliments them or whatever. But um, Luchasaurus wins in three and a half minutes. Okay. Um, I'll be honest, Solo looked pretty good here. Yeah? Yeah, he actually looked good. Okay. Got a lot of stuff in. That's I was good. surprised. Like, actually surprised. Uh, Luchasaurus still sticks. Next match... And this is the match where I'm going to take umbrage with you, sir. Okay. Butcher and the Blade. Mm-hmm. With Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. Going up against good old smooth brain himself, Brian Pillman Jr. Okay. And what was it? The Crack Cranium Kid? <laughs> crack Cranium Griff Garrison. Griff Garrison. Yeah. <laughs> Ice Dagger Griff Garrison. Yeah, yes. Chili McFreeze. Chili McFreeze. Griff Garrison. Oh, God. Otto Von Ruthless. <laughs> um... <laughs> So this match goes six minutes. Okay. Butcher and Blade, they hit like an assisted power bomb for the win. Okay. Here's my gripe with you. Uh-oh. Are they calling them the new Hollywood Blondes? On commentary. Uh-huh. Excalibur says, you know, a lot of people are comparing this team to the Hollywood Blondes. <laughs> Excalibur listens to the show. To which, By lots of people, he means me. To which Taz goes, who the hell is calling them the Hollywood Blondes? <laughs> and says, who in their right mind would call them that? He <laughs> said, let me guess, the dorks on YouTube comments? Uh-huh. You son of a bitch. Hey. You're, you're infiltrating this. I spoke it into existence, brother. I'm so mad at you. <laughs> like, I, I, I literally, I almost texted you, like, just yeah. fuck you. Like, well, and I fine. wasn't going to explain. Yeah, well. But yeah. They're yeah, good, great, wonderful. It's out there. Oh, it's gonna it's, happen. It's just awesome. It's hundred percent gonna happen. Super cool, man. It's not gonna happen. I'm sure Vince owns the um, trademark to that in some yeah, way. Butcher and Blade wins. Um, I was happy about that. Yeah. Taz was really putting over Kingston, like on commentary, like his like uh, tutelage for Butcher and Blade a little bit. Okay, and mentoring them and teaching them to be a little bit more ruthless. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I like that. Uh, next match I have. God damn it, I have so many more. Actually, I actually have two more. Yeah. Um, we have Penta L0M mm-hmm. going up against QT Marshall. Okay. Um, 
Penta gets all the goddamn pyro. Like, the most pyro I've ever seen in my life. More than Cody pyro? Uh, yeah. It was so much goddamn pyro. Okay. Um, so, during the match, uh, first of all, I'm like, why is QT Marshall getting this much shit in on Penta? Mm. Penta's the fucking man. Like, what are you doing? Um, so, they're both laid out in the ring, and out comes Kingston just standing on the ramp, you know. Mm-hmm. And he has a microphone in his hand, and he goes, hey, QT, you're doing pretty good in there, bud. He goes, uh, I just want to tell you something. And uh, out he brings the bunny. Right. And QT's all flustered, whatever. So then Penta hits the destroyer in a package pile driver, like a nine-minute match. So when I was explaining about like building things or mm-hmm. whatever, or doing some sort of storyline stuff, I'm all right with this. Yeah. Like, Give me so, something. And right. they did. Because if you remember weeks ago, Eddie said mm-hmm. to the to the Blade, time to get your house in right. order. So, great. Glad they did it. One, they put a picture of them all together before Dark aired, so I knew that she was back. Oh, well, that makes, that makes fucking and sense. And two, it, it's, I think it's the right move. But it's like gimmick number seven that they just removed from Brandy and aren't going to bring up. Like, there's no explanation as to why she left Brandy or anything. So, I was thinking about this. And I'm going, is she going to, like, turn on Butcher in the blade? No. Is she going to be, like, like, like the, the mole now? They're not even going to be involved. They're not going to be involved at all. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I was like, all right. I can at least... A- appreciate that you're doing something sure. to further something on here right and it's not just pointless next match i have and this is my last match i have the jungle boy going up against the debuting ktb oh double duty this hmm. week interesting um when they said hailing from the woods, Taz lost it on commentary. <laughs> he goes, that is so goddamn cool. He <laughs> loved it. Um, it goes like six minutes. Jungle Boy wins with a diving knee drop. Um, KTB looked good. He looked good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not the biggest KTB fan in the world. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I don't get it, I guess. Um, but he looked good. I'll be honest. He he actually did. So good on him. I mean, you know, like you said, pulling a little double duty this week. Uh, if you watch the mass wrestler on independent TV promo code Mortis, get you five days free. Um, he was, uh, revealed as, uh, what was his name on there? He lost a skid, right? Was, I thought he was his name like Falcor or something? Yeah, Falcor. Yeah, yeah, and he lost a skid. He lost a skid, yeah. Uh, so KTB was there. Skid so. McGraw. Yes, yeah. the, the, that ruffian. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I was actually like, okay, not bad. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's it for okay. me. All right. Well, I got, I got eight matches to talk about. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Jesus. All right, so I got uh, Eva Lee and Diamante versus Kenzie Page and Skylar Moore. Uh, this was a squash. You don't say. Yep, Eva Lee and Diamante get the win. Uh, but what I did like is I think it was Excalibur on commentary said, "Why have less when you can have Skylar Moore?" And I was oh like, God. "All right, it's a good. I like that." Number two, I got Bishop King versus Colt Cabana. The heat is on. 
Cabana with the win. Uh, Cabana looked good. Cabana kind of always looks good. Like, he's just a solid professional wrestler. Like, I don't think he's going to wow anybody these days. Um, he can blend styles and work with anybody. Um, but he looked good, and they should be using him more because he's just stuck in this rudderless, like, I'm the good guy in Dark Order nonsense that they can't seem to find screen time for. Yeah. Uh, match after that, my third match, Adam Priest versus Alan Five Angels. Who the fuck is Adam Priest? Uh, I have no idea, but he's my favorite wrestling priest. So, uh, <laughs> Golly. <clears throat> it was a squash. Alan Angels wins. And I got a Frankie Kazarian promo on how much he respects Jack Evans. What? Because the next match is Kazarian versus Jack Evans. Uh, Kazarian wins back and forth match. Uh, there was a segment in this match where Jack Evans tried to be a striker and it looked like dog shit. So there's that. Uh, match number five. Uh, there's a name here that I, I can't write. I don't know what that says. Uh, oh, I do. Never mind. Uh, Louis Valley, Baron Black in D3. Hmm, Louis Valley versus say. three, four, and ten. So uh, I'm not going to uh, spoil anybody's day or uh, ruin anybody's uh, thoughts or dreams or prayers by telling you that Louis Valley was Kodama from the Batiri. If you just search him on the internet, he comes up as such. Uh, and I was a big fan of the Batiri. Dude, do you remember how much we used to love the Batiri? They were a ton of fun. Uh I really always like seeing those dudes. I like that they make kids cry. Yeah, the Terry uh, was great. The Terry were awesome. So good for Louis Valley. That uh, slingshot uh, back cracker right. from the corner. We used to go yeah. nuts every time. Uh, monumentally short, Louis Valley is. Monumentally unfortunately. short. Uh, but uh, shockingly, 3, 4, and 10 get the win in what was essentially a, a six-man squash. So that's, and that's what we were saying earlier, like about this show. Like this is the second half of the show, and every match it's is just squash. squash, squash, squash. And some like maybe the the unknown guys got a move or two in, but they've all been just squashes. Like there's just no chance. Yeah. So like it's just I just don't get it. Like I don't need to like I don't need to see like I like seeing John Silver, but like he's not wrestling a full match, so it's not entertaining for me. Yeah. And like I like seeing Louis Valley, but he's just getting beat up, so it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Match number six, Vinny Pacifico. Versus Wardlow. I don't know who that is. Oh, oh, you want to know what kind of match this was? It was a squash. Uh, Wardlow, squisher. War, squisher. Uh, <laughs> Wardlow with the win there. He did the knee thing, though, and the guy turned on the way down. It was real gross. Dude, I'm sorry. That knee is yeah. gross. He doesn't use it as main finish, though. I don't understand why. Yeah. Uh, then I got an Eddie Kingston promo. That's always gold. Uh, which is talking about how the bunny is back, and it was, it was a promo about that. So very happy I got to see that at least. Uh, match number seven, Sean Dean versus Matt Seidel. Uh, I don't know if you can imagine this, but this was also a squash. You're right. Get out of town. Uh, Matt Seidel with the win. Uh, Sean Dean got a few moves in, but again, nothing significant. So I'm chalking that up as a squash. And the main event, Phoenix, Ray Phoenix, if you will, versus Sonny Kiss. Uh, real good match. Yeah. I figured it would be. Uh, Ray, like, you know, Ray comes out, looks good. Shows off on the ropes. Sonny comes out. Uh, Sonny always looks good in that ring. Sonny works really hard every time he's in there. Yeah. Um, and I think Sonny's just trying to fight back from this, like, underrated, like, sort of, I think, feeling everyone has about him. Uh, and he's he's awesome. And there will be more on that later because Sonny Kiss is becoming a favorite of mine. And I, I want to talk about it later and maybe not be as mad as some people think I would be. Uh 
But it was real good. Sonny looked great. Uh, Phoenix looked good. But, I, again, Phoenix always looks good. So when Sonny comes out and can keep up and ha- puts on good offense and works well with Ray Phoenix in a good lucha match, Sonny Kiss looks better for it, in my opinion. Um, it was a good pace. Sonny looked strong. Even in the loss, Sonny still looked good. Good. So, dug it. That's dark. All right. A bunch of squashes in one yeah. match. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll have to look at it next week, the runtime on it, yeah. and we'll have to decide we'll because decide. that's – I don't – you do an hour, like – that's It's dude, not – if, if, so... if there was – if it was half significant matches, it would change my mind. But I watched eight matches, and all but one of them were a squash. Yeah, I definitely had the better half it's this point, week. It's pointless. Yeah. Um. So and, – and also, like, my other complaint is, like – you know, granted, it was uh, unexpected, but we got Sonny on the main show. We got Ray Phoenix on the main show. We got Wardlow on the main show. We got Jungle Boy on the main show. We got Colt Cabana on the main show. We got Penta on the main show. Like, what? You're Now the talents are overlapping, so, like, what's the point of Dark? Like, you're just putting these guys in squash matches for no reason. I, I You know, I guess it's to build that they were in the title tournament, Yeah, I'd imagine. But, like, there was no Hangman. There, yeah, there's exactly. No Omega. There's just, there's no. There's I mean, don't get me wrong. Omega should never be no, in the dark. But. No, well, yeah, that one good match with Janela. Well, they don't do lights out anymore. Right. Remember, but like, uh, yeah, I, it's just weird to me. I don't understand it. And like, honestly, like, I, I don't see the need for us uh, to be covering, you know, uh, Adam Priest versus Alan Angels. It just there's literally. If you love them, that's no, great. Watch it. But I there don't know, is zero need. I don't know how much longer. <laughs> I'm going to be able to hold on watching these kind of things. Yeah, I mean, this week it was almost a, hey, man. Especially I because, had, uh, and granted, we're rambling and we do the introductions and stuff. But, like, just running down the matches as quickly as we do, it takes 20 minutes. It's tough. So, but we'll we'll assess it uh, next week and we'll see. Yeah, like uh, like Tim from uh, Final Wrestle Place, he tweeted at us this week. And he said, he goes, you guys are doing the Lord's work, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, <Right>. it's... <laughs> It's tough. Yeah, and um, I don't know how much longer I want to do the Lord's work. It's hard. Um, all right, let's get into dark. Yes. Or no, not dynamite. Dark. We were yeah, already. Let's in. get past. <laughs> See, I'm let's get into the that. hell where all we cover is AEW Dark. <laughs> Welcome to the AEW Dark podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Oh God. Hour fourteen of dark. <laughs> let's Kylan get King versus a reverse version of herself <laughs> in King Kylan. I mean, I'd watch that. And it's a squash. I would totally watch that. Yeah. Um. All right, let's get into Dynamite here. Yeah. Uh, first match we have Wardlow versus Jungle Boy. First round matchup in the AEW title eliminator tournament, yeah. which JR couldn't say. No. At one point during the show, he goes, oh, try saying that. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. AEW title eliminator tournament. It's not that hard. Well, that, uh, don't remind Go ahead. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> just tape the side of your face down and try saying it. That's the problem. Wow. And then end with your hog out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, all right, Wardlow versus Jungle Boy. Nice talking to you, everybody. Oh, God. No more hog talk, please. <laughs> um, Wardlow versus... Well, we're changing the website and the name of the show, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's JR, JR Social Media and Finn Balor matches. Hog That's all Talk we're Radio. Hog Talk. Um, oh, man. Hog Talk with Brett and the Dudes. Could it just be like... Hitting it on the ones and twos. Like us like reviewing Hog Wild over and over again. No. Yeah, that's right. I, I don't want to be irresponsible. Go to Sturgis in the year twenty twenty. Why yeah. would you want to do that? Every every week we have a uh, special guest, Henry O. Godwin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Wardlow versus Jungle Boy. 
Uh, it goes a little over eight minutes. Uh, Wardlow gets the win. Yeah. Um, the match itself uh, was pretty good. Yeah, it's fine. I thought I thought Jungle Boy looked good. Way more offense than I thought Jungle Boy was going to get. Yeah, they did like the good like big guy versus little guy dynamic. Mm-hmm. And Jungle Boy is really not that little. He's actually kind of tall. Is he? Yeah, yeah he, he seems tall. Yeah. I mean, then again, he's also standing next to Marco Stunt. So that's true. Um, but yeah, uh, Wardlow. One, uh, hit that F10, like, into the ring or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, that was the finish, right? I think yeah. it was, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, it was, I thought Wardle looked good, too. Jungle Boy's 5'10". Yeah, so he's He's there. eight inches taller than Marco Stunt. Yeah, that's insane. Um, so, Wardlow is moving on. So, we go to the promo, which ended the show last week that was off air, which we said on our show last week, hey... You should go watch us if you can. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy that they put this on television because it is so damn good. It was Kingston's promo yes. from last week's at the end of Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Just running down Moxley. Just like, dude, yep. it legit, like, watching it like that, it, it gave me goosebumps. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, that guy, there's just so much passion in his voice. Mm-hmm. And there's so much, like, yeah. Like hatred and like, oh my god, the dude's a master. He's he is yeah. the master of promos. Yeah. Is is there anybody better right now? No. No. Mm-hmm. Nobody could even hold a candle to him right now. No. So the funny thing, so um, I don't remember if it was this point. It might have been later in the show, but I'll bring it up now. Um, uh, frequent guest of the show, Michelle, watching wrestling with me. Uh, she was like, I heard Eddie Kingston talk, and she's like. Were you surprised that this is what they're doing with him? She's like, because I know you're a big fan of him. And when they brought him in, like, all those few weeks ago, and I know it's a really big deal, she was like, are you surprised that they're having him be, like, the mentor to these guys instead of, like, wrestling? And I was like, yeah, I am surprised. and But not in, like, a bad way. Um, you know, I expected him to sort of uh, go there, impress some people, and then just be wallowing in the mid-card. Um, and I was like, he's main eventing a pay-per-view. <laughs> like, that's huge. Like, he hasn't been in the company that long. It's insane. And he's talked his way, like, being so good at it and being a good wrestler into being in the main event. And I said to him, like, he's a very talented wrestler. And I was like, so I am shocked. I said, but it's a, in a good way. It's a very good position for him because it helps these guys. It makes these guys look better. And I was like, and Kingston can talk people in the seats. He's the best one there is. And she was like, do you think that they're, you know, eventually, like, they're going to use him to, like, is he's going to, like, to turn on them to get himself over? And I'm like, what's going to happen is they're going to want one of those two teams or somebody under him to go face. And they're going to use Kingston turning on them to make them the ultimate babyface and him a bigger heel. And I was like, so it's a long game. But those guys look better because Butcher and the Blade and Lucha Brothers, they aren't, they aren't good talkers. No. Um. And so they have a mouthpiece, and they're letting Eddie wrestle because they know he's a good wrestler too. So I am surprised this is how they're using him. Uh, and uh, I'm glad that Michelle sort of picked up on the things that he's doing. That That's great. Yeah. I, I, I love hearing that. Right. Like, I mean, we've known, you know, we don't toot our own fucking horn, but like – We've known about Eddie for years. I've I've you seen know? Eddie. I've seen Eddie consistently from like yeah his earliest matches, like second or third Chikara show, dude. And when he said the line so, in that promo last night, where he said, "You know, you left to go for an entertainer, make millions, and I got I got screwed over by the one thing I've only ever loved, right. professional wrestling." I was yep. like, 
fuck, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck. It's great, um, great dude, stuff. It's it just, it, it, <laughs> I can't wait for the match. I, it just, yeah. I fucking love Eddie Kingston so much. Um, and yeah, they make an official I quit match him and Moxley at full gear. Yep. It's it's crazy to it's, me, dude. It like, should be great. It's oh, it's mind blowing. They're gonna kill each other. Yeah, they said uh, that J that Moxley demanded it mm-hmm. uh, since he already beat everybody in the top five, and Tony Khan said, "All right, yeah." Like, so who knows? But uh, we get another video pack. Well, we get a video package for Moxley Kings, and it's Moxley's turn to talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, this dude cuts a fucking. Great promo, killer. Too. I mean, like, yep. like saying, like, I love Eddie Kingston. Like, mm-hmm. that was like, he's like, I keep my circle tight. Yeah, he's a part of my circle. Yeah, and like you said, I'm not gonna apologize for buying my mother a house. I'm not gonna apologize for running my body into the ground for 200 some days a year, right. so I can give my like me and my family a better life than I had growing up. Um, and he's like, you know, I love that line where he goes, "Yeah, you didn't tap, but you were blowing snot bubbles." <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was, that was pretty good. Yep. Um, but yeah, he said uh, he's gonna beat and torture Eddie till he gets his friend back, or he ends him, and then Eddie will finally have nobody to blame but himself. Sure, um, dude. Like these two, like it's so, it's seriously so crazy to me. Right? It's so it's crazy to me. Like yep. that these are the guys that are. Uh, I'm so I, I'm so yeah. happy. It's it, you know for. For the kind of wrestling fans that we are, and again, everybody has their own favorites. Everybody likes who they like. We don't hold that against anybody, unless it's some young bucks. But uh, <laughs> you know, for us, uh, those you couldn't really put two better guys in the main event. Yeah. Um, it, and in an I Quit match, like I'm they're, there, they're going to they're going to go insane. Yep. And it's that be- match alone will put my money down to buy that pay per view. Oh, yeah, there's not a doubt about it. Um, Next match we have is uh, in the AEW Championship Title Eliminator Tournament. Again, not that hard to say, Jr. Uh-huh. We have Kenny Omega, yeah, going up against Sonny Kiss. Not originally planned, Sonny no, Kiss. No, it was not. So yesterday afternoon, AEW tweeted out that uh, Joey Janela, who uh, has been making some statements in regards to his actions on the Indies lately, and. Uh-huh. Uh, Joey Janela came in contact with somebody who tested COVID positive, yep. um, which I just happened to look, and uh, he wrestled AJ Gray mm-hmm. in GCW on Saturday yeah. in California, like a week like after mm-hmm. the collective, and AJ Gray came out and said that he tested positive for COVID, so Good. boy, oh boy. Yep. Like... Uh, I believe I believe a very wise man once said to me, uh, "Play stupid games, win stupid prizes." I fucking say it. <laughs> uh, I mean, step on your line there, pal. That's all right, but, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. It, it's... Um, Joey to me has been uh, almost nothing but a disaster in AEW. Uh, he's picked fights on Twitter again and again now. Like, uh, you know, honestly, and we've said from the beginning, I think he's better suited on the indies anyway. I think he can be himself and has a crowd there. I think AEW's too big of a scale, and he can't figure out who he is because uh, he's not very good on the mic. He can't do dangerous shit on like TV like that. And I don't think he's like I don't think he's a bad wrestler, but I don't think he's that good of a wrestler. Um, and this stuff being you know being pulled for being irresponsible is just what it is. Um, you know, I just I think he's been. Oh, Pretty much nothing but a disaster. He's had a good match here or there. Um, in most cases, super happy that Sunny Kiss got replaced in there. Um, 
And, uh, yeah, I mean, Janela can pick all the fights he wants and complain about how he's sick of Twitter and, you know, uh, you know, make fun of Cornette, which I think is funny, but then just pick fights over with fans, you know, and fans are attacking him too. Sure. Both sides are being crazy, but he's, you know, not claiming responsibility and saying he's being as safe as possible. You're not being as safe as possible. You're literally wrestling all over the country right now. Yeah. I not know. quarantining for two weeks when you're traveling from state to state. Yeah. Not do- When you know that you have a regular job that are paying you. I saw him today on Twitter talk about how like his, you know, his regular paycheck pays for enough. He's doing these indie spots because he wants to work on his craft. So you're putting your career and your, and your health on the line for nothing. Yeah. Um, because I would assume that the people that signed you to a contract that allow you to do indie shows that are nice enough to do that, that don't have to do that, um, are going to be pretty pissed off at a guy who's being that irresponsible for the rest of the locker room. I think because they already had to pull their title, their champion off for a while because because somebody got it. Lance Archer's whole angle had to get postponed by a month because he got it. Like it's not something to fuck around with. And if I was a billionaire putting my money into a company yeah. that is trying to run weekly and trying to build stars. I would not be interested in having Joey Janela anymore. I think the contracts are going to get uh, have some new verbiage in it when it comes time. Right. Um, well, you have to. You're evolving as a company. You know what works and what doesn't. Especially, I mean, obviously the contracts were signed when the world was normal. Right. So you could have this shit in uh-huh. it, and that was fine. Because, I, listen, I think it's right. great that they're like saying, yeah. guys, you can go work in these. You can go work other companies. Yeah. Like, we'll do the approvals, whatever. But, like, right. and I, think I thought that was great. For the most but right part, now, they, can, they should still do that. You know, you don't want your a champion to go out and get hurt on an indie show. But especially the mid-card guys, go boost your boost your income, sure. do some shots, do all that sort of yeah, stuff. Because they don't have a training center, work on your craft, do all that sort of thing. Uh, but if 2020 has taught us one thing, it's taught us a lot of things. But one of the things is that you cannot rely on people to be personally responsible. No, you can't. And that's the failure here is that because COVID happened and the contracts were signed and they had all those allowances, you have to just say, hey, guys, listen – Make the decisions you think are best. Make the right decisions. Make the safe decisions. Look out for you because then there's all these other people relying on you. Yeah. Joey wasn't winning this match. I didn't have to change any of the programming, anything because of it. But just the fact that he is not making the right decisions, that he is making the wrong decisions and fighting with people online that they're the right decisions, yeah. I would not want to have him under contract. Yeah. Especially because he hasn't brought anything to the to TV. What has he brought to the to AEW that somebody else couldn't have couldn't have? Yeah. brought in yeah you know you're you're right about this um before the match uh sonny comes out and then kenny omega gets his entrance yes um and it's very gaudy it's, um, it was dumb i think that's the point mm-hmm. obviously because obviously his character's changing yeah obviously his character he's gonna snap and he's gonna be a heel it's, mm-hmm. it's just planted but, you know, talking about how great he is as a singles wrestler. Yeah. The awards he's won as a singles wrestler. Mm-hmm. Trying to hammer home, like, I'm not a tag team wrestler. I'm a singles right. wrestler. So, I get it. Um, mm-hmm. New music and everything. New entrance. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Uh, my gut reaction to this was when Justin Roberts announced his PWI standings. I, that. I was like, fuck <laughs> this guy. This is bullshit. Sitting with it, even a few minutes later, I was like, okay, I get it. He's trying to be like that. Uh He's trying to show his singles record and shit. But I'm still just like, oh, my God, it's so fucking dumb. And, like, the problem with doing that in wrestling now is that there are going to be people who latch on to that as it being serious. Sure. You know, uh, sarcasm, satire, or dead. 
Uh, and, uh, it, it, it's a, it's a very rough road. Um, but so I was pissed initially, but whatever. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, ring the bell, handshake, all that. Uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, V trigger, one winged angel. Yep. See you fucking later. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they kept saying the real Kenny Omega's back and all that shit, whatever. Uh, I was mad at this also because I love Sonny. But I'm mad at it because of my own personal preference, not because of what it's doing in the wrestling story. The instances like this, I have to try and separate that. Yeah. Because I love Sonny. Uh, if it was up to me, Sonny would beat Kenny because Kenny don't need it. And let's not have this tournament go the exact goddamn way that it's going. Um, but and I was like, man, a squash. Like, Sonny looks so good and works so hard every time he's out there. Uh just to come out and get squashed, but I don't think it actually hurts Sonny in any way. Uh, I think I get it. It's, you know, you're trying to get Kenny over, you, you get the rising fan favorite, have Kenny beat the shit out of him really quick. Uh, and you know, work that stuff in. So it's fine. I just, I, I like the whole idea of one surprise mm-hmm. two, Hey, bell rang. Yeah. You know, in, in, right. the, in the, the fight game, always protect yourself at right. all times, have your hands up and be ready. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah. kind of like a all right, right. You didn't protect yourself, and you got paid for it. Yes. So um, even uh, like after the match, like Kenny like sarcastically kind of checks on Sonny and is like, "Give it up for Sonny," you know, like yeah. basically being like, "Sonny's not my fucking league," mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, I, I I get it. I could see where people would be upset with it for sure. I I, I understand that. Yeah. But. I, I also get why Kenny. Yeah, I'm. I'm why upset. they had that happen? I'm upset as a fan of Sonny and an armchair Booker. Uh, I'm not upset because I understand what they're doing. Yeah. Um. So we get an Orange Cassidy interview we with do. Tony Schiavone. Yes. Uh, he said sometimes calls go your way, sometimes they don't. Which is that? That's a fucking fact. Uh, Tony asked how he's preparing for Cody, and he says we're on we're on to Cincinnati, mm-hmm. which was a Bill Belichick line years ago. Then Tony says, next week is Jacksonville. Orange Cassidy, uh, Orange Cassidy says, whatever. Whatever. Yep. I love Orange Cassidy. What a guy. Things I don't love. Cody pulls up to the arena <laughs> in a limo with Arn wearing the short shorts, which I thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody says he's not surprised AEW wants a rematch already with uh, me and Orange Cassidy. And uh, he's saying, I'm just surprised how quick they did it. Mm-hmm. Um said, you know, I'm the champion. I have the advantage. Dasha brings up how he's put on 14 pounds. Yeah. And he says, yeah, this is a lightweight company. Mm-hmm. I went, ugh. Yep. Uh, and him saying, you know, I, I know Justin Roberts already says a bunch about me. I don't want him to call me the giant slayer, too. Which I thought, nope. That's Rey Mysterio. It's Rey Mysterio, absolutely. I, not you. Yeah. Fuckhead. Yeah. Um. And says that he has the night off and that he's going to be an EVP and watch from afar. Yeah. Listen, if you're if if they're not planning the the seeds for a heel turn, like they're you not. just come off like a dick. They're not. <laughs> so Cody lives by the there are no heels and faces in wrestling, that which is, is wrong because when he was up against Brody, Brody's a heel, 
and Cody wrestled like a face from underneath. And then he came out and had the rematch when he came back and won the title. And it's supposed to be this triumphant moment. But now against Orange Cassidy, he's going to be the heel. It makes no sense. It does not engage people into wrestling. It's one of those things that only works when both guys in the ring are great wrestlers. And the match you're going to watch is an athletic feat. Yeah. Cody can't do that. No. So Cody <laughs> just looks like a douchebag all the time. Um, we go backstage to Eddie Kingston. Yep, responding to Moxley's little promo. Uh, you know he says first of all shouts out Penn and Phoenix because unlike Moxley, he actually cares about his family. There you go. Um, and then just says that uh, Butcher and Blade are gonna win tonight. He's gonna they'll beat up FTR, and when they're done, they can go calling their old bosses and crying to them again. I was like, that's a nice little pot yes, shot. Yes, it is. Um, and then speaking of old bosses, you know everything Moxley said is true. Uh, and said that, yeah, I had to become bitter and angry and become a snake to get somewhere. He's like, I don't look at myself in the mirror because I hate myself. Um, and that uh, he's going to take the title. And he doesn't quit at anything. He's never quit at life. And that John will have to go to a really dark place. And I already live there. Yep. Again, God damn. This is the best. <laughs> it's just what it is. I mean, you know, he nobody nobody can talk like he can. Shout out to that Carmelo Anthony Syracuse jersey he's wearing too. <laughs> Made me real happy. Um, next match in the AEW title eliminator tournament. Again, mm-hmm. not that hard to say. Penta L0M versus Ray Phoenix. Yep. Kingston comes out, does some commentary. He does Loves that. Oh my god, him fighting with JR. Oh, it was great. When JR's trying to talk and Kingston like I like I heard that and I was like, Kingston's gonna get himself in trouble. <laughs> because Kingston very much says, you know, like, don't yeah. take anything personal. Like I tap into stuff, I'm yeah. gonna go. It's yeah. it's what I do, it's my character. Yeah. But we all know JR is no chill. No. Uh, I mean, JR tried to get Josh Barnett to beat up Japanese wrestlers when they bumped into the announce <laughs> he table. <totally> did. <laughs> so, like, I was like, oh, JR is going to say something because he's, because, like, Kingston was cutting him off and calling him dumb and, like, yeah. all this stuff. And I was like, wow. I love Eddie. Oh, he's great. Uh, so, this match goes 14 minutes. Yep. Um, you know, they really play up. Like, Penta's the older brother here and mm-hmm. he doesn't want his younger brother showing him up and all this shit. Um, well, Ray Phoenix wins. Yes. Uh, holy goddamn shit, dude! What I thought this was great. Yeah, it was really good. I was like, well, I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> uh, this was awesome. Yeah, uh, slow to start, but these guys know what they're doing. Uh, it was a good lucha match. Um, there was a little stumble that I don't even remember anymore in the very beginning. Um, but uh, just lucha match, you know. Part of part of my heart watching this. Wanted it to have the feel of like the the six or seven minute Ray versus Psychosis matches from WCW, um, where they just go out and they go. And yeah. this one, like they, this was a fast paced match, but like they paced themselves. They told a little bit of a story. It wasn't just we got six minutes to get all our moves in and let's go. Um, so it was really good. Uh, and these guys are good, and I'm glad Ray won. I think Ray is a, a better a better matchup for the for the tournament. That pop up like. Powerbomb Power was amazing. was awesome. Yep. Um, I love, like, how, like, towards the end, Penta was kind of showing, like, a little worry about his younger brother. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yep. Unbelievable. Yeah. I, it was just really good. I love the shit out of it. <laughs> it was so goddamn good. Um, yeah. Uh, so, Ray Phoenix is moving on. They said he got a little banged up during the matchup he a did, little bit. He did look... Uh, I had noticed that. Uh, I think I had tweeted about it. He he got a little rocked yeah. on something. Yeah. Um, 
he bashed his head off the the apron um and i think they they slowed it down let him kind of collect himself and let him keep going because aubrey did a lot of talking to him he did a lot of talking back and a little too much talking for what normal referees do in a match um so i think he was just a little a little a little woozy and they let him keep going but yeah this match so like god damn it was so good (laughs) um we go backstage to uh, Fathead Marvez with uh, Reynolds, Silver, and Cole Cabana. Reynolds and Silver, um, they're like talking up Cabana. They want him to win. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you know what? We are honestly, we don't even like you. <laughs> like, um, they're letting, I'll tell you what, they're letting Silver really shine through his personality. Yeah. The raw dog's the out, raw baby. Dog. He's off the chain. Yes, he he's all um, jacked up on Diet Mountain Dew, as JR <laughs> says later. Uh, and he says, next week, Cody has a match with Orange Cassidy. And the whole Dark Order will be there. And no matter who wins, me and Brody are going to take back the title. We're beating you up. And then just flexes and says, you like that, baby? <laughs> I love John Silver. That's the raw dog. Johnny Hungy. He's the man. Next match we have Colt Cabana versus... Yeah, there's a, there was a Best Friends promo in there. Oh, man. It was... The vi- best Friends versus Video Game Nerds. Notice how I skipped over it. Yep. That's because it's that forgettable. Okay. I, don't, I don't care about a Poor f- best friends. A feud over I'd like video the games. best match in AEW ever. And now they're relegated to, to uh, every other week game. being in the ring with Miro over an arcade system. Yep. Great. Sure are. Killer. Next when, match. When's the Kiss Demon going to get involved and she pick Listen, a side? Listen. He's your role. Next he's ma- my role. Yeah. Next match there. Uh... We Slow have, your horses, pal. Yeah. <laughs> F you. Um, next match in the AEW title eliminator tournament. Yeah. Not that hard to say. Cole Cabana going up against the hangman, Adam Page. Mm-hmm. Goes 10 minutes. Yeah. Hangman gets the win. Uh, first part of it I thought kind of was meh. Yeah. And then after they came back from the commercial break, it really yeah. picked up. I thought it was the, a, the, it was the a finishing solid sequence was a lot of fun. Just, yeah, just solid wrestling match. Nothing flashy. Two guys, you know, getting in, doing their shit. Definitely Cabana's best match he's had so far. Yeah, there, for sure. Easily, but yeah, Hangman looked good too. Hangman, yeah. It's, uh, I still like, like, yeah. damn, we. I was so far behind on Hangman. I guess right. No, I wasn't. They let his character change. Yeah. So thanks. So uh, something I want to talk about with this real quick. So this was a pretty hard fought match for Hangman. Yeah, right. Like the you know Cabana back and forth, sort of pretty hard fought match. Uh, obviously this tournament's going to come down to Kenny versus Hangman. Uh, that's the way it's telegraphed, right? Um, it was this the yeah. So we had all four. This was the last match for the tournament, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, no surprises in this tournament so far anywhere. It's exactly uh, who I would have picked. The Penta Phoenix was a toss-up. Yeah. Me. Okay. Um, do you think that next week... So, next week is Hangman uh, versus Wardlow mm-hmm. and Ray versus Omega. Which... <laughs> so, uh, here... Uh, I don't know. So, here's what I'm thinking. Okay. I'm thinking Kenny walks through Ray just like he did Sonny. And Hangman has a hard-fought battle against Wardlow, sure. and they meet in the finals. And Kenny is like, you know, fine because he cruised through it. And Hangman's all beat up and comes in, and this is how you get Hangman over as a, as the babyface because he's beat up and he's sore from having these matches and you know fighting his way through them all. And Kenny's walked his way through the tournament, so Kenny's cocky, thinks he can do that to Hangman. Babyface Hangman fights from underneath and wins. Yeah, I can see that. And then Kenny snaps. Yeah. 
Exactly. Just absolutely snaps. Because he's the singles wrestler and he yeah. loses the singles tournament. I could see that for yeah. sure. You got the book there, kid? No. If oh. I if I had the book, I would guarantee that Brian Pillman Jr. and, and Chili McFreeze Griff Garrison were the new Hollywood Blondes. So. You son of a bitch. All right, we come back from break. We have Team Taz standing on the stage. You missed the Sammy video package. Oh. Yeah. It stunk. I know. Like, I, I know. know. I know. Like, yep. I don't know. Matt Hardy's just backing all of it again. Cut that promo about how, you know, all this stuff. And he's back coming out with Private Party and feuding with Sammy. Makes no sense. It's it's so dead in the water. Poor I, Sammy. Know, I just I just don't care. Yeah. The only thing to look forward to is how they're going to kill each other when they wrestle this next match. There's one of them just going to stab the other one with a knife. <laughs> or shoot him with a gun. That shoots knives. <laughs> yeah. Um, Team Taz is on stage. Mm-hmm. They're sick of everybody. Uh, Taz is maniacs. Thank you. Sure. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, they're sick of everyone. Brian Cage says who better than Cage? Nobody. Yeah. Um, I don't think this worked at all. I'm so over these guys. So I'm going to say it right now. When Ricky Sarks talked, and he yeah. said, like, you know, he hates Darby. Mm-hmm. He's going to p- finally put him in the grave, you half-painted face bitch. Uh-huh. Uh, instantly, I was just like, well, Brian Cage is an afterthought in this group. Yeah. It's Ricky Starks. Yep. He's he's the one. Who, like, and listen, I'm not, like, a big Ricky Starks fan or whatever. But when I saw that, I go, yeah, right? it's Ricky Starks. Well, there was going to be that whole thing with Darby and Will Hobbs and yeah. Moxley. Like and it got pushed yeah. because it was going to be Archer. Archer got COVID. It got pushed. And the storyline moved naturally in there with Kingston. Yeah. So, like, there's just not a spot for these guys. Cage can't talk. He's a marginally at best talented wrestler. Yeah. And he just stands on the thing and just taps the FTW title. The biggest thing, I think, is the FTW title is holding him back. That thing is dumb. Nobody gives a shit. Jericho said it. Right. It's Jer- stupid. Yeah, it's like, a dumb idea. Yeah. It is It is a relic from an era that people don't even really remember. Yeah. It's 20 plus years ago. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like it was, it worked for Taz because they made it mean something for Taz. But him just handing it to Brian Cage. It doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. And he just wears it and taps on Like it's just, it's bullshit. Nobody mentions it. Nobody else talks about it. Yeah. It's not important to anybody else in that company. So it's, in, if anything, it's holding Brian Cage back. It's, it's Tony Khan just being an ECW mark. Right. That's all it is. And Brian Cage to me is just the definition of a body guy. He's only on that roster because of the way he looks, and he ain't tall enough to be a threat. No, and once you, like, get over, like, I don't know, his, like, hey, he could do moves. Like, yeah, who cares? It, it's, it who cares? It, none of this works for me whatsoever. Uh, I'm not interested in anything that these guys do. So. Yeah, I'm with you 100% on that. Um, we, is this where we had the whole Darby promo with Steve-O? Or is that later in the show? No, that's later. Okay. That's after the, the only oh. women's match on Dynamite. Oh, I thought it was now. Whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. So we get, we have the late dinner debonair. Debonair. Yes. Between Jericho and MJF. Yep. Starts off them arguing over a 20 ounce porterhouse porter steak yes. with a baked potato. Mm-hmm. They keep arguing over who wants a more raw because, you know, raw means you're a man, right? <laughs> right. Sure. Um, Jericho's asked, what the hell are we doing here? Uh, MJF's rude with everybody, and uh, next week there's an inner circle town hall. See what people are thinking about MJF joining the the inner circle. Yeah, weird. Um, MJF says they're the biggest stars in wrestling. They need to work together. Jericho says the ratings ruler thing sucks. 
Uh, it's got as much chance of getting over as Orange Cassidy. And then we break into a musical number. Yes. Uh, I hated this. Uh, up until the musical number, I was like, all right, these guys aren't funny. Uh, Jericho looks terrible. MJF is not as good a promo as everybody thinks he is. Uh, and again, Michelle watching with me, uh, it was telling you the story, looked over at my face and I was miserable. And she's like, you're not enjoying this. And I was like, no. And she's like, they're going to get two raw snakes. That's hilarious. And I was like, no, no, not funny. And then they started dancing and then singing. And I was like, all right, I love this. This is great. Um, I'm not going to say I loved it. I honestly, I just didn't care about it. Okay. Cause I just, I don't know. It didn't, I, for, it just didn't do a yeah. damn thing for oh, me. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I was just like, okay. Like it just shows MJF can sing and Jericho the, can't. Yeah. The problem like, is, is that coming out of this, I know I don't care. It didn't make me interested in like what the storyline they're telling. I was just entertained by this goofy song and dance number. No, I mean, and, and I could understand that, but um, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't do anything for you, me. You don't have to like fun, man. That's fine. That's I mean, on you. If, that, if that's your definition of fun, it's pretty, pretty close. cool. More, more it's power to you. But um, I don't know. I just didn't give a shit. Yeah. I actually, I'm not going to lie. I actually fell asleep during Okay. Wow. It put me to sleep. All right. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Where uh, I, how many times did you tweet about how dumb it was and how and like added Tony Khan about how dare you put that stuff on TV? Uh, I'm not going to do that because I'm not a fucking loser. Okay. Um. But I did have to go back and rewind the show because I did fall asleep. During okay. This. Wow. Um, hmm. But yeah, uh, their stakes come out and they're both raw. Yeah. They both yell and yell Velma. Mm-hmm. So again, it's super polarizing. People yeah. are either going to love it or hate it. A lot of people loved it. Yep. Which hey, if you liked it, more power to you. A lot of people hated it. Which hey, if you hated it, more power to you. Yeah, like whatever. I just I don't I don't know. It just didn't. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I mean, hey, and if you thought it was funny, cool, but. I wasn't where anything where I'm like, oh, this is fucking bullshit. This shouldn't be on my television. I want professional wrestling. God damn it. Like, no, I'm just like, ah, it was whatever. I just didn't give a shit about it. That's fine. Um, Because, again, I just don't care what they're doing with either of these guys right now. So, um, next match, we have Britt Baker versus Kylan King. The only women's match on the card. Of course. They get a whole whopping four minutes. Yep. Um. Britt Baker wins. Britt looked good. Britt looked good. Uh, the flatliner, the turnbuckle was nice. Yeah, uh, and I thought she looked good. I think you know it was it was one of her better. It was a short match, so it's kind of hard to tell. But I thought she she looked dominant and confident. In the I ring. do like Kylan King. I like Kylan King. I think Kylan King's talented. That's why it sucks that on dark they they like squash her out. And and here's the, and here's the issue with it. Like so, somebody like Kylan King, it's like hey, you have a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Um. Everybody's gonna remember her. Like if she does get signed and get pushed or whatever, they're gonna mm-hmm. be like, "Oh, that's the one who just gets yep. beat every week." Yep. To to you and I, the whole wins and losses thing, like it yeah. still matters to us, mm-hmm. and they say it matters to them. But it's kind of hard, like when you sign somebody, and yep. you know, you're just gonna be like, "Oh yeah, job girl or job guy." Yeah. Like you it's got, tough. You, you gotta you gotta think about the future and. Get, ha, give them their matches where they get squashed, but give them competitive matches against other people on a similar level to have them look good and get some wins. Because if not, I mean, they're already running thin on the title picture. I mean, Mox <laughs> yeah. says in the promo, he's already beat every contender yeah, they have. Everybody, yeah. 
So not that Kylan King is going to rise up the ranks that fast, no. but you have to prepare for the future in some way. You do. I agree and with that. And just signing WWE cast-offs or just putting them in the main event because they're WWE cast-offs. Like, you know, at any given moment, they'll just put Miro in that main event because everyone knows who he is. Yeah. Um, this is bitching about video games. <laughs> this is where we have the Darby promo with Steve-O. Yeah, this is the one where, where, where Steve-O tries to convince Darby to run full speed and shit himself. Yeah. <laughs> I love that video. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so weird. I don't understand. Like, all right, cool. You're you're friends with Steve-O. Good for you. Yeah, I mean, th- that's weird. I'm just thinking who about the rap. Sh- I'm thinking about the rap of oh, some yeah. video. That's all. Who who gives a shit about Steve-O these days? <laughs> like, it doesn't make. I don't think it makes Darby look any cooler. How many of those XLX did you take? Eighteen. 18. How many supposed to take? Two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, it's so insane. It's um, something. Yeah, this was, I'm like, oh, great. You roll down a ramp in a body bag. I mean, I would never do it. Darby just, is literally whatever, friends with a guy that was on his heyday of TV was, what, before Darby was born? <laughs> Close to it, yeah, where <laughs> he just stapled his nuts to his leg all the time. <laughs> I mean, I always like Steve. Just and swallow the goldfish and yeah. bomb him back up yeah. and, yeah, do oh. heroin. Listen, well, there was that. No, was he doing heroin? I don't know. I don't know Math. what he was doing. I don't know. He's clean now. So he good is for clean you, now. I do, I do like Steve-O. Yeah. I love them on Wild Boys. I miss Wild Boys. Yeah. Dude, Wild Boys was a hell of a show. Yeah, I was kind of done with those guys at oh, that point. Oh, man. Him and Pontius. Him and Pontius. Were, yeah, um, I was kind of done with them at that point. Because, you know, watching all the CKY stuff and then through all the jackass, I was sort of done when Wild Boys happened. Oh, man. I love Wild Boys. Um, main event time, we have a fatal four-way. Yes. For uh, the number one contendership of the AEW Tag Team Championships. Yeah. Private Party. <laughs> Versus the Young Bucks. <laughs> versus the Butcher and the Blade. Yay! Versus the Beaver Boys. Yay! Or as I like to call it, B&B versus PP versus BB versus the YBs. You and your PP talk. That's true. Uh, and with FTR on commentary. There's just letters all over this match. Everybody's just getting after JR him. talking to FTR. God damn it. Um, TS. We don't, no. That's Skiavone. Forever. <laughs> it's always Skiavone. Um... We have this thing going 13 and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. And to a shocker to fucking nobody, mm-hmm. the Young Bucks win. Yep. I'm not going to talk about the match. Okay. I'm going to talk about moment, a certain moment in the fucking match. Okay. Which had me hot last night. All right. After I woke back up and rewound from my slumber. Okay. Um, during the match, Alex Reynolds takes the... Hardy boy like uh, leg drop splash from the top combo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know which is. I guess it's Isaiah Cassidy. That's his name, right? I think. Yeah. Uh, he lands thigh first on Alex Reynolds' head. Alex Reynolds is knocked the fuck out. I mean, out like feet crossed, leg stiff, arm up, out. Right, out cold. Fucking Rick Knox doesn't do a goddamn thing right. to check on him. Uh, he doesn't tell anybody in the ring, hey, like, this is fucking out cold. Right. I mean, he's out cold to the point where Blade had to drag him over to the corner yeah. to tag himself in because he's literally out fucking cold. When you dragged him over to the corner, 
Why was there nobody out there immediately to check on him? Right. Why didn't somebody roll him out of the ring or mm-hmm. at least carry him? Like, yeah. you could go off camera and literally carry him out and just gently put him on the floor. That's all you have to fucking do. Mm-hmm. No, you know what they do? Uh, they leave him in the ring and they trample over him. And then when he finally comes out of it, of course, you're like, listen, you get knocked out, you go into fight or flight mode. I've had two concussions. That's what happens when you wake up. Mm-hmm. You don't know where the fuck you are. And if you're involved in that, you go into fight or flight. That's yeah. just what it is. So he decides to try to continue. Obviously, staggering, right. stumbling, doesn't know where the fuck he is. So what does the one buck do? Hey, I'm going to get my shit in on you. Yep. Uh, I'm going to do the knee to the corner. I'm going to do a fucking bulldog where obviously you can tell how fucked up he is. Mm-hmm. Why do you like, like, why did you not notice this? You're supposed to be a pro wrestler. Cause they don't care. But, but here's my thing though. Why, why is nobody in Rick Knox's fucking ear? Who's watching in the back of the monitor? Tony Khan. If it's Tony Khan, you're fucking irresponsible. Yep. And if we're letting Alex Reynolds continue, it's clear as goddamn day. You don't need a fucking, like, a, a, a goddamn brain surgeon to go, hmm, I wonder if he has a concussion. Right. Anybody with a set of eyes can go, yeah, he was out the, he was out cold. And you fucking, you really put him at risk last night. Yeah. Um, this is right after, you know, what, a month ago where Matt Hardy who was clearly knocked the fuck out, and they let him continue, and then, yep. oh, yeah, he didn't have a concussion. Mm-hmm. Hmm, then why hasn't he wrestled since? Right, yeah. Um, thankfully, this, you know, Alex Reynolds, I guess, is doing well, mm-hmm. which that's always the most important. Right. Glad to hear. They showed footage after the match where, like, Cody came out to check on him and everything on the outside, mm-hmm. which, good, somebody fucking has right. to. Um. But fuck AEW for letting that happen right. last night. That yeah. was bullshit. Yeah. Fuck Rick Knox for not noticing it. You're supposed to be a goddamn professional. Mm-hmm. Fuck the other wrestlers in the ring who didn't notice it. Right. You're supposed to be professionals. You're supposed to protect those guys. Yeah. So anybody who recognized it and just didn't, oh, we're just trying to go with the flow of the match. Fuck you. Yeah. That pissed me off so goddamn bad last night. Um, there was some chatter of it on the internet today. I wish, I wish there was more instead of the talk of my brother-in-law walked in the room and saw MJF and Jericho and said, oh, this is great. Yeah. That didn't happen. Right. You lying sacks. <laughs> like. Right. Wh- like this fucked up, man. It was real fucked up. Like, and, and somebody posted it and it's like, look at the difference. Mm-hmm. They posted the match when it was Imperium versus Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. When Alexander Wolf got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. You know what they did? They stopped the whole goddamn match. Yep. Drake helped kicked his kick him out and then literally got on top of him and said, nope, nope. And they stopped the match for about two minutes to make sure mm-hmm. he was okay right. and get him out of the ring. Right. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Not this so, fucking bullshit. I agree completely. And I'm not going to add anything onto that. Uh I think the reason why, though, is because Young Bucks matches are treated entirely different on this show, on this in this company. The rules change. 
because they don't want a wrestling match. They want a Young Bucks match or a PWG match. That's why they have Rick Knox doing mm-hmm. all refereeing their stuff all the time. Yep. So tags don't need to happen. All, and I don't care. That's fine. That doesn't bother me. I'm not like, a, well, you know, they should be following the rules, whatever FTR's gimmick is with that shit. I don't care. I think the reason why stuff like that happens is because the Young Bucks being EVPs are like, hands off. This is ours. We run it. And they don't let anybody else come in and make suggestions because they think they know better. They think they're smarter than everybody else. They think they're the best wrestlers in the world. They think like there's and there's no there's no hyperbole to that. It's not just a gimmick to them. They legit think they're the best tag team to ever exist. Um, so I think that what happens is is that they have Rick out there and Rick is in their pocket, and they're and they're like nobody nobody interferes. Nobody tells us what we do. We go out and we do it, and that's it. They're irresponsible as hell. Uh, from a wrestling storyline, like telling a story in wrestling in that ring, uh, I don't understand, one, why, again, I said this last week, but like, why have this match? The Young Bucks are clearly going to win it. There's nobody else on their level. And two, why have a four-way tag team match when one of the Young Bucks takes out every single member of every other team? There's no point to the match then. Yeah. It's garbage. Um. I, you know, I can suspend my disbelief for so long, uh, but the fact that the one buck literally took out six wrestlers in one motion th- when he does his thing around the ring, it makes the rest of the match completely obsolete. It just doesn't matter anymore because none of those guys look good. Nobody comes out wrestling the Young Bucks looking better. Only the Young Bucks can look better after their matches. Only the Young Bucks can come out looking strong. And you're goddamn right. They got that win back off a private party from all those oh, months ago. Of course. 100% of course they didn't they want did. that hanging over their heads anymore. Of course they fucking did. So. Um, and, then, and Oh, my God. And then after the match, with uh, who's the bad guys and who are the good guys? I don't understand. I thought the Young Bucks were mad. We're mad, and we're going to kick everybody because we're mad. But now they're the good guys because FTR are the bad guys? I, I, I don't get it. I'm sorry, Joe. I will eventually They're get, not mad anymore. I will eventually get you video. Or are that. they mad? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. So this whole thing was a goddamn disaster. Yeah. It, uh, it, it honestly, dude, like, as soon as that happened, I was just like, I'm done. I don't right. give a fuck about anything that happens the rest of the show. Because that was fucking bullshit. It was the main event. You didn't have much left. No, but, but like even the aftermath, like Tully yeah. and all that, I don't give a yeah. fuck. I thought that, you just, know what? Yeah. I, I thought I had no idea that was Tully because I was like, Tully ain't getting in that fucking ring. Uh, but he was also like a super skinny dude. And I was yeah. like, oh, Tully's like really fucking thin now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I thought that was a good little like uh, switcheroo there. But it just it makes the Young Bucks faces. Because uh, if, if they're not, if it's heel versus heel, who gives a shit? Yeah. Heels and faces are what get you engaged. Yeah, yeah, I say it's it all like, the goddamn time. It's like, time. Then what, the whole, what the fuck was the whole point of the Young Bucks being yeah, dicks? Yeah, it's just four guys I don't care about. Man, it's fucking frustrating. Yeah. Oh, god damn it. Um, yeah, and like I, I put it out on Twitter today, like about how much I thought it was bullshit. Yeah. And uh, like Joe responded, he's just like, "Yeah, the the doctor, air quote doctor, mm-hmm. um, alleged doctor." Wasn't there at ringside because he uh, totally had to have his spot for the for the spot at the end of the match. <laughs> How fucking irresponsible! Yeah, that's, are you guys? It's just irresponsible. Like fuck and, them. You know, and like uh, again, Tony Khan should have the power and the control to do that, but I think he's a little up the Bucks' asses. I think a lot of people are up the Bucks' asses, and so I think they're they have a hands off policy. The Bucks will handle it, and they clearly don't know how to. They are not professionals. Like, dude, like, listen, fuck your TV time if you're worried about your right. TV time. Like, like, like your yeah. run time last night. Yeah. Sorry, man. 
if somebody's hurt like that, that's right. more fucking important. I'll, I'll tell you what. The, the, they think they're the best tag team in the world, but I can't tell you uh, the last time a uh, a wrestling company uh, said to the uh, the best tag team in the world when they offered their services, they were like, no, nah, we don't really want you around anymore. That's true. So, um, but yeah, that was uh, that was the end of Dynamite. And you know, we'll talk about it later too. But I thought it was a really good Dynamite until that main event. Yeah, we'll uh, pretty solid. We'll but, talk about yeah. it. Let's get to NXT. Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about NXT. NXT first match redacted. Yeah, we're starting off with a wish it was a one on one, but there has to right? be a, what a uh, shame. scumbag in it. Kushida versus mm-hmm. Champa versus redacted. Yeah, so. The the thing is, and we mention this every time, uh, you you watch NXT first, so you watch this shit. Yeah, so I fast forward. Yeah, to these, I don't have the luxury of which fast sucks. Forward. Like I wish I could watch Kushida and Champa, and I was like, maybe I will, but no, I didn't. No, and that's the bad part about me having to watch it, watch yeah. this live because I can't fast forward. Right. I can go do other shit, but right. I just right. what else am I gonna do? Um, well, it goes fifteen and a half minutes. Kushida wins. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they beat the hell out of each other. Kushida won. That's all I fucking care about. Great. Right. Uh, we go backstage to Undisputed Era. Except Adam Cole. Yeah, he was on video. He's on a goddamn conference on an yeah. iPad or whatever. Sure. Um, basically saying how things haven't been great for them, but it changes tonight. And then Roddy says, the Rod and Bob Express are going to win the tag team titles. Let that nickname stick, please. Sure. I'm about that. Yeah. It's a shame that Bobby Fish is... Uh, uh, in cahoots with uh, yeah. who, uh, what's his name? Yep, the younger. Yep, yep. Uh, about weird <laughs> stuff, but about whatever. being weirdos. Yeah, just fucking weird. Yeah, people. that's a shame. It sure is. Um, they they run a Rhea Ripley vignette to hype up her match at Halloween Havoc, mm-hmm. which hey, good next week. Yeah, oh, spin the wait. wheel. Can't wait. Make the fucking deal. That's if right. every match is not a coal miners glove match, it's gotta be. I'm gonna be real disappointed. Right. Um. Next match we have Ember Moon mm-hmm. going up against Jesse Kamea. Yeah, this went four minutes. Uh, hmm. Ember got the win. Not only four minutes. Yeah, I thought Kamea looked good. So yeah, so Ember won. She's used like an STF camel clutch. Looked mm-hmm. pretty cool. But yeah, Kamea looked really well, good. Kamea looked good. Yeah, yeah yep. I was very impressed with her. Um, I wonder if they're like giving Ember a new finish, like. So she doesn't have to murder her spine every time on yeah, the eclipse. Uh, yeah, uh, her finish looked insane. Um, I would just save that for the big stuff. Yeah. Because uh, man, yeah, that's you know you need that's the way to do it. Have a big have a big flashy finish. Have a submission finish. Everybody used to have two. Used to be able to assign two in video games. That <laughs> damn right you were. Use the directional pad in L one. That's right. The secondary finisher. Oh, uh, can we go play SmackDown? Here comes the pain. <laughs> I really want to. Dude, we could just do Ultimo Dragon versus uh, Scott Steiner matches the whole okay. time. All right. Um, but yeah, Ember won, again, looked great. Yeah. Uh, but she does have her celebration cut short because Dakota Kai comes out, trips her, mm-hmm. kicks her in her damn face. Yep. And tells Ember that uh, she's not going to use her to be relevant again. That's right. Dude, I'm all about Ember Moon versus Dakota yeah, Kai. Let's Are you do kidding it. me? Yep. Like, hell yeah, let's do this. Dakota Kai just moves from, like, good program to good program. Right? Like, yeah. She is a cornerstone mm-hmm. of uh, that yeah. division. Yeah. And she's not appreciated enough. No. I don't think so. No. Um, 
we go backstage and uh, Bobby Fish got laid out. He did, but he didn't know by who. No, but he could barely walk. He yep. said, I didn't see it, bro. I didn't see right. it. Uh, next match, we Redacted. have uh, Bronson Reed versus a scumbag. Bronson Reed wins. Scumbag says he wants another match. Bronson Reed wins that. Yep. Good. Get him the fuck out of here. Please. Mm-hmm. Um, we go backstage. Zylee's Sup, Zylee. Thanking Casey Katzar for the match tonight. Mm-hmm. And keeps talking about she needs to win. It's important. She needs to win. Yeah. And Casey walks away and says, yeah, you know, like, I accept the match. And Zaya just says, it's the biggest match of my life. Yeah. I need to win. But we don't know why. We still don't know and why. Bella wasn't with her. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, during the break, they... Well, they come back from breaking the show, a scumbag leaving. Yep. And he quits. He quits yeah. wrestling. Yay! I, I wish it's for real. And Joe had a hilarious tweet about yeah. it. Uh, saying, like, oh, next stop, Team Vision Quest Dojo. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was so damn funny. Uh, yeah, get him the fuck out of here. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be some stupid gimmick. Yep. Get him the hell out of here. Yeah, please let him leave. Yep. Uh, next match, we have six-man tag. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, indeed. Cousin to Hootie. Cousin to Hootie. Versus or, uh, with Swerve mm-hmm. and Jake Atlas going up against Legato Del Fantasma. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad. We're like halfway through this show already because of all the redacted. We fly Sorry, through Sorry, but hey, you want to keep putting redacted on television? I'm not uh, going to con- talk about uh, yeah, them. I'm going to continue to not talk just, about them. I, I, I say it every week. Like, oh, we don't talk about NXT as much. Sorry, but when they're putting yep. up this many segments, I don't give a shit. Right. It sucks, but not talking about it. Yep. Um, Legato Del Fantasma gets the win in 15 minutes. Yes. Holy goddamn hell was this awesome. Yeah. This was a sprint uh, the this whole is time. how you do this kind of match. Uh, AEW should take pointers on their big clusterfuck matches with a bunch of people doing different things because this is how you do it. Uh, it is six guys, solid work, crazy stuff, uh, hiccups, but they work through. Not a ton of hiccups, honestly, just really the... Uh, the timing off on the, the apron Spanish fly thing. Like, they had to wait around for that, and Atlas's foot got caught on the apron a little bit. Yeah. But uh, it looked cool as shit. Thought of cool stuff. Did cool stuff. Uh, really love this match. Uh, go If you're going to watch one match on NXT, go watch it this one. It was seriously incredible. Uh, Legato, continu- Legato Del Fantasma continues to be, like, one of the best things on all of WWE TV. For I don't sure. even watch anything <laughs> else say, I can say. I said, when did you start watching? It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter no it really doesn't no. um, uh, uh they're fantastic el, yeah el gordo luchador or grand gordo and uh el fantasma or legato del fantasma are the best fuck what you don't know uh, the, el grand gordo no what is that they put otis in a mask oh is that what that was i did see those pictures great el grand gordo okay el- <laughs> or el gordo uh, yeah the great the great fatty is basically I'm all about is. the great fatty yeah, the great fatty good for the great uh, fatty. just like crazy white guy yeah what was his name <laughs> Uh, Gringo Luchadoro Gringo, Gringo or some Loco shit? or whatever. Gringo yeah. yeah, Crazy Whitey. Gringo uh, Luchadoro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the base god, Gringo Loco. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Legato is fantastic. It was seriously so and good. And so the other day, too. Uh, yeah. Uh, cousin Tahuti looked really good. Good, You know what? Good for him getting some, some, yeah. getting some shine. Uh, Atlas is a solid wrestler. Yeah, Atlas is good. And Swerve looked good. Like, yeah. it's it's a good feud. It's good sort of groupings. Um. I still like Mendoza better than almost everybody else, but Mendoza's fantastic. Um, but yeah, Santos jumps Santos. off the screen. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's he just he Yep. Like as soon as you saw him you go, Hmm, I know why they took the mask yeah, off him. Right. It was like the same thing like year, it was like years same ago. When they took Rey Mysterio's mask off. 
I wasn't going to go there. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Well, he took Hooventude's mask well, out. You know, Psychosis? If, if you smell what the juice is cooking. Right. Um, you know, because yeah. he's the juicer weight. Yeah. Uh, no, not Psychosis either. Um, but when they took, when uh, Almas debuted in NXT, because yeah. he was La Sombra, right. wore a mask, and then like he you know came there and he didn't have a mask on, Triple H goes, why the hell would you put a mask on that guy? You see how goddamn handsome he is? Right. I'm like, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, and now they're not even fucking using him. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was awesome. Was really I enjoyed the shit out of it. Yep. Keep these this yeah, whole solid. six pairing together, and I'll be it so damn split happy. it off. You got the singles, you got the tag. Yeah. Dude, put Mendoza versus cousin Tahuti one on one. Yeah, every single combination you could possibly do. Yep. Work it, work Just it until it. until we're we're in a war games match between the two factions or something. Just God do it. damn, dude, it was so good. Yeah. Um, we go to the Gargano home. Uh huh. They have a training wheel to practice. And Gargano is trying his hardest to get us to like him, dude. He's doing a good job. He is. I he's thought like, this was hilarious. He's just right, like one one or two lines a week. He's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak these in, and those miserable motherfuckers are gonna like me. Um, you know, he's saying like, again, he, he hates wheels. Yes. Um, he spins against a buried alive match, and he just stressed the fuck out immediately. Right, but when he when he spins it at first, he's like he's like coal miner's glove, yeah. coal miner's glove. <laughs> yeah, which is the way it should be. God yeah. damn it! If you're a fan of Halloween havoc, you want the coal miner's uh, glove. Absolutely. Um. Candice gets a trick or street fight. Yeah. Johnny's next spin lands on a casket match. Uh, he <laughs> he says, why does this wheel want me to die? Yeah. He storms off. He said, I hate this wheel. I'm going to bed. Yeah. Um, see, once he stopped with like the serious shit and got goofy, I'm like, this is great. Yep. <laughs> this is so damn good. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. I, he, they found they found what they needed to find with this. It's getting better. Like the whole power couple matching jumpsuits. Uh-huh. Like it just yep. it works for me. Um, yeah, yeah. Johnny's such a goof that yeah. when he said this wheel wants me to die, you know, it, it just popped into my brain. It. You know, they sort of remind me like what they're what they could be using as inspiration is uh, the neighbors from Christmas Vacation. Okay. <laughs> They wear the jumpsuits, yep. drinking the mineral water. Yeah. But, but, like, they don't do necessarily anything wrong other than hate Clark Griswold. And, frankly, <laughs> Clark Griswold kind of sucks if you watch those movies. He's always trying to cheat on yeah. his hot wife. Yeah. He's shitty to his kids. He's bad to his parents. And they're just they're just yeah. douchebags with slick back hair, drinking mineral water it's and like matching uh, tracksuits. It's like we but said, it, like, it's like the Al Bundy syndrome. Why would you not want to bag, right. bag Bundy? Exactly. Are you kidding me? Are right. you blind? Uh, but, you know, in, like, in Christmas Vacation, like, Clark Griswold literally jams a Christmas tree through their house, yeah. and you're just like, yeah, fuck you, yuppies. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. how this works. <laughs> yeah. You're right, though. Every week, Johnny, like, drops one line. One, line, one like, or two little things. Who'd you ever beat? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. That was the start of it. Who, yeah. Who'd she ever beat? Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, next match, we have Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. Yep. Going up against Ever-Rise. Ah, it's the era of Ever-Rise. Maybe the world changed That's last right. night. That's right. Because Ever-Rise gets the win by DQ. Yep. Finally. Mm-hmm. Um, after the match, Dane is, like, shocked. And Drake is just like... Because Drake beat him with a chair. That's yeah, why the Yeah, DQ. which was like, yeah. you know, Drake was just like, all right, fine. Beat me up. I'm like, I'm tired of it already. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dane was like, that was awesome. Yep. I'm so happy you did that. Uh, Drake tries to get the whole whistle skip dance thing, and uh, Dane's like, nah, I ain't happening. Not happening. Um, not yet. Did you see the Everize promo online? I did not. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, man. They're walking through backstage. They kick somebody out of the room. 
And uh, they're like, that's right. The world changed tonight. We told you. And Martell's just screaming, I told you so. Uh, and to which he said, that's right, Drake. We told you you were going to crack. And what'd you do? You cracked. And it's turning me on. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. All right. Uh, I love Everise so much. Yeah. They got the win, baby. Hey, that's all that matters. Oh, man. Good for those dudes. Um, we go backstage. And now... Uh, Roderick Strong is laid out. Yep. And Kyle O'Reilly is like, what the hell's going on? We mm-hmm. come back from break. Regal's there. Um, Kyle says, like, I'm not wrestling tonight. Like, yeah. I don't have a partner. Um, and then it says, listen, give the shot to Birch and Warkin. Mm-hmm. Let, let them, you know, let them do their thing. They earned it. Right. They object and said that Kyle should team with one of them. He says, no, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. So Regal says, all right, you got your shot. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, I, I wrote to ask you a question, um, which gets answered later, but I'll still ask it anyway. I was like, is O'Reilly in on this? Is this part of his face turn? Is this, you know, he's he's setting them up so that he can leave the group and go off on his own and be a face and um, have killer matches like he did with Balor? Because you can't just stop this, go, go get this guy to back to being in like random tag matches because it went from took the first guy out and then it was oh well it's going to be Roddy and O'Reilly. They even put the little graphic on the mm-hmm. bottom. And then oh what happened? Oh, I don't have a tag partner. And then he refuses to have the 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 match. He refuses to have the title shot. So let's get to the end of the show and I'll address that question. Okay. Um next match we have Oh god, this was not good. <laughs> <laughs> what wasn't good, man? Everything. Casey Catanzaro versus Zia Lee. Sup, Zia Lee. <laughs> you didn't sound too happy there. Nah, sup, Zia Lee. I'm still happy. I still uh, like Zia. Casey wins in two and a half Whew. minutes. Uh, this is rough. Dude, what the fuck is going on with Zia Lee? I have like, no what, idea. What was this supposed to be doing? I, I thought this was going to be like man. The, I, At first, I was like, oh, this is they're, they're, they're going to do what I said. They're going to make her a killer. Like, she's going to take this tiny woman who is a baby face and just beat the shit out of her. Yeah. But instead, they just had this sloppy match. Casey ends up winning. I don't know. It's not good. Not good. And, uh, not good. What the fuck, dude? Not good. <laughs> Um. Uh-huh. So maybe, maybe just just let's hear me out. This is a turn to ASMR. What just happened? Here? Maybe, I'm confused. Maybe, maybe somebody should get into a ring with Zaylee and try and teach her how to wrestle. The only ASMR I'll ever accept is Kevin Nash eating ravioli and saying Kelly Kelly. <laughs> That's about it. Um, but. What the fuck? It makes man. no sense. We don't. We, we still don't know what was in the goddamn letter. I don't know letter. what's happening. I mean, if honestly, if like they, they have me interested because I want to know what was in that dumb letter. I want to know why Boa wasn't there this week. Like I, I thought like maybe the letter was going to be like the the yakuza has your family held hostage and you have to kill Casey Cantanzaro. For every time you don't kill Casey Cantanzaro, we remove a toe from your mother. I've watched that. Movie. Uh, but instead, no, it's just a sloppy match, and Zaylee's upset that she didn't win. Yeah, yeah. After the match, uh, Zaya is a sore loser, beats up Casey, then boots Caden Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's about to murder Casey again. But Raquel Gonzalez shows up. Yeah, super weird. I was really confused yep. at first. I'm like, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 
But then Raquel just beats the shit out of all three of them. Yes, it was just literally like, get the fuck out of my way here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and cuts a promo. Big mommy cool. Saying she's bigger and badder than Rhea Ripley. I agree. She needs to wear one one finger was glove to the ring True. for their Halloween Havoc yep. match. And come out to the Diesel Bluesy theme. And uh, sign me up. Right. That's what we need. Yeah, it's it's sad to me that her and, her and Kai aren't together all the time anymore. Uh, but... They, you know, at least for right now, they got a bit of a Listen. star in Gonzalez. Uh, she's, uh, we'll see how she does in the ring. She's been okay, but we'll see in a full big scale match, you know, high profile. Listen, the two dudes with attitudes weren't always together. That's all true. The time either. That so. is true. And these are the two dudettes with attitude. They so. <laughs> sure are. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage to uh, Cameron Grimes. Uh-huh. Getting interviewed about his match with Dexter Loomis next week. Yeah. He's happy, but then the person interviewing him says that it is a haunted house of terror match. Yes. Doesn't explain what it is. Don't care. I'm in. Uh, he keeps talking and he is shook. He's by like a pane glass window, like a door. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Loomis pops up, just staring a fucking hole through him. Yep. Um, Grimes starts through the rest of his promo saying he's not scared. And that after he beats Loomis, he promises he'll go to the moon. What I loved about this mm-hmm. is that Loomis didn't attack him. Nope. And he just stared. And even like when Grimes walked away and that uh, the interview mm-hmm. was cutting like whatever, he still just stared. Yep. I'm like, you fucking creep. I, I hope you the haunted house. Creep. I hope the haunted house of terror is a cinematic match. It has to be, uh, right? and it'll be the greatest cinematic match in the history of cinematic matches. Yeah, even yep. like even better than the graveyard match uh, between Sting and Vampiro. <laughs> 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 the greatest WWF uh, match, uh, cinematic match in the history of WWF cinematic matches. Okay. Let me amend that for you. All right. All right. So we, don't, we don't fuck with the Dark Carnival on this show. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Uh, we go to the in-ring version of Thatcher's Thatch Can. Yeah, Thatcher abuses his trainees. Yeah. Which, featuring Anthony Green. Yeah, which uh, <laughs> says, what's your name, son? Anthony. Hey, Andrew. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> Thatcher shows him, like, you know, some holds, uh, takes him down, starts stretching him a little bit. Yeah. And Anthony Green gets mad, um, mm-hmm. says, all right, take my wrist. Like, Thatcher says, all right, take my wrist. Now. Yeah. Uh, goes for the leg and said, takes him down, puts him in a, gu- in a guillotine. In a guillotine. Um, Thatcher breaks loose and says, all right, fuck you. We're going to have a match now. To which he just forearms him in the face and puts him in a half crab and wins it in, like, a minute. Um, Shades of Daniel Pewter versus Kurt Angle. Daniel Pewter shooting on Kurt Angle all those years ago on Tough Enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I kind of like this for some reason. I don't know. It just did. It was kind of interesting. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Anthony Green's not established yet. So, but Thatcher, uh, yeah. Thatcher being a dickhead kind of like yeah. funny guy was like. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's not bad. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I've been doing it for a while, so we'll see where. But it now goes. I'm putting it out live. Like, yeah, hmm, kind of interesting. Somebody's gonna interrupt them at some point. And they're gonna have a match. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, but I just love you. my name's Anthony. Hey, Andrew, how are you? Yeah. Um, we got a Damian Priest vignette. Great. Him Showing getting, how tough he is by getting tattooed. Yeah, him getting tattooed. Brother. I'm covered in tattoos, and I'm a pussy, so that doesn't Dude, prove that anything. Means that you and Priest have a lot in common. It's true. You're both tattooed mm-hmm. vampire. Rock star ladies, men. Rock star ladies. Yeah, you're a rock star lady. Okay, That's thank you. you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you rock star lady, you. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, I. I no. Can we go watch Hard Rock Zombies. Yes, I have it on DVD. <laughs> we certainly could. I, I remember watching that last year. Be like, what is this? Um, 
Yeah, no, he stinks. Yeah, uh, getting a tattoo true. isn't some great badge of honor. Uh, they hurt, but they're not. Like, they hurt. But Yeah, but, like, I'm tattooed. They hurt. Yeah. I'm never like, oh, this is a look fun how, time. Look how tough I am. I'm covered in tattoos. Yeah. I'm just like, nah, man, they hurt. Yeah. Like, I wanted to see what it was. It was probably something real dumb. It was probably like, I don't know, like, devil horns. Yeah. Like, no, fucking hell. He puts lunch meat on it and he gets gangrene. Wow. That's a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, main event time, NXT Tag Team Championship. The champs, Brizongo. Yeah. The challengers, Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan. Yes. This thing goes about 13 minutes. Mm-hmm. We're getting towards the end of the match. Fandango jumps up on the top rope. And someone in a hood and a like a metal shield yeah. covering metal their face. Mask, yeah. Which the metal shield was reminiscent of the metal shield that Bret Hart wore when Goldberg mm. speared him. So I was like, oh, it's Bret Hart's abdomen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shows Fandango off the out, off through the outside. Uh Danny hits a low blow on mm-hmm. Breeze, um, rolls him up. Or no, Breeze takes the DDT. One, two, three. We have new tag champs. Yeah. Weird. In Lorkin and Birch. I like Birch. Um, when it happened, I go, okay. Yeah, that, the match was all right. Yeah, it, 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 was, it wasn't as good as I thought it was no, going to be. It was okay. It was okay. Um, after the match, the masked man enters the ring, hugs... Mm-hmm. Birch hugs Lorkin, takes off the mask, and it's Pat McAfee. Yeah. Uh, says that these are their champs. That's undisputed. I was shocked because I never wanted to see him again. So I was like, oh, okay. It, I was very, uh, huh? Yeah. It, it It's weird. So he's against Undisputed Era. By costing Brizongo the tag titles and aligning himself with Birch and Lorkin to then so it so he can have three on three so it could be so Cole and what I th- so so here's here's my thought process what I think he obviously aligned himself with Birch and Lorkin mm-hmm. I think that originally it was going to be him and. What's Ridge guy? Holland. Yeah. Yeah. It was Ridge Holland was gonna be his muscle. Right. With uh Lorkin and Lorkin and Birch. Uh-huh. And have like a little stable. Four on four. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um obviously that's not happening. No. Uh so I think what they'll do is like explain like Lorkin and Birch feel like they're, you know, misused, mm-hmm. overlooked. Yeah. Pat McAfee doesn't think that. And they took out Undisputed Era to get their shot. Yeah. So it was Lorkin and Birch taking them out to get their shot. Yeah. So it's going to be, again, McAfee trying to stick it to Undisputed Era by, okay, we took you out to get your shot. Now we have your tag titles. Yeah, but why Why does Brazongo have to suffer in all this? They did uh, nothing wrong. Casualty of war. Okay. I mean, I don't agree with it. I like Brazongo yeah. a lot. I think it's kind of bad that they just have the short run now. Um, a completely insignificant run as tag yeah, champs. Um, but I think it's like, uh, sucks to be you. You're a yeah. casualty. You're just wrong place, wrong time. Okay. Like, yeah. like from a heel mindset, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, my thought was you posed about the Kyle O'Reilly thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I originally was like, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly's behind this, but not for a face run. No. He's going to be a heel. Mm. 
and it's going to set it up him versus Cole at okay. Mania Weekend, whatever it is. Because mm-hmm. um, Bauer, with Bauer being on the shelf right now, you can't do anything there. Right. Um, so, because they were kind of going with that role of like O'Reilly's like a tweener, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think it's O'Reilly's the one who set up uh, like Strong and uh, Fish. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, initially, like, you, you could be like, you know, oh, Cole, you're trying to steal my spotlight still. Like, it's my time. You're done. Yeah. Let me have my time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And set it up to be Cole O'Reilly Mania Weekend. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. I'm just spitballing. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's a route to go. Maybe. Because you haven't done Cole O'Reilly yet, right? Which that, if you paid attention to them on the Indies, that was a hot fucking for feud. sure. <laughs> yeah, I uh, when watching this, I was actually uh, even though they had said his name when he came out to the ring, and until you just said it, I didn't remember it. So I was just like, "Why is that guy back? And why is what? Why is he with Lorcan and Birch? I couldn't. I was like, "What's his name? Why is yeah. what's his name there? Yeah. I honestly couldn't remember his name even though they just said it. That's yep. how." Much I give a shit, and I thought his match with Cole was good. Yeah, but it just I doesn't need to, you know, doesn't make me need no. a comeback unless he's going to be like a mouthpiece for those. I guys. need to see Kevin Green wrestle more than once. Oh goddamn! Like unless he's going to be a mouthpiece for them, maybe, maybe I don't know. I think it's just going to be he's waging war on a disputed era. Yeah, and I think like the ultimate kicker would be like oh, uh, the ultimate kicker. Oh god! Well, he was a punter. Uh, he still um, kicked the ball. But like O'Reilly turning and being yeah. like, okay. like aligning himself with McAfee and Larkin and Birch, pretty yeah. much. So right. maybe I don't know. Again, just spitballing, but sure. That that was my thought process. All right, that. I like it. So I'll allow it. Good. Thank you, referee judge, Judge Mills Lane. Yes. yes. Um. So that was the end of that's it NXT. Yeah. So I'll ask the questions mm-hmm. to you, sir. Okay. Match from each show, match overall, show overall. Uh, AEW match is, uh, I think we're going to line up almost uh-huh. exactly here. <laughs> uh, Penta versus Ray Phoenix. Uh, just the most solid match on that card. On what, what I thought was a really good card. Uh, NXT is Legado del Fantasma versus Swerve and his crew. Uh, just great. Just all around the way you do something like that. Match of the night for me is Legato versus Swerve and his crew of Atlas and uh, Tahuti Miles, uh, Ashanti. My boy. Uh, Ashanti, the Adonis. Uh, just really great stuff. That being said, uh, AEW gets my show of the night, though. I think AEW was a solid show except for that main event, which I can ignore. Um, again, NXT's at a detriment because of all the redacted um, and – even basing it just on what I watched, I thought NXT was still pretty good. Um, but God, that's the only thing is a bag of dog shit. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Everrise getting the win is a ton of fun. The main was okay. Um, but, yeah, those are, that's, those are my picks, man. AEW for the for the show. Uh, I, and I did. I liked the dinner debonair, so that, uh, that helped boost it over. If, if that was a wrestling match in any way, that might have been my match of the night. But, uh, but yeah, Penta Ray, Legato, Swerve, Legato, Swerve, AEW. All right. How about you there, Patna? So, AEW, I'm definitely going Penta Phoenix because, okay. obviously. Right. NXT, Legato versus uh, 
Swerve, mm-hmm. cousins of Hootie, Jake there, Atlas. Uh, two just solid matches. They were. I thought they were yeah. so much fun. Um, overall, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, the six man tag. Okay, because it was just 15 minutes of just start yeah. to finish, just balls to the wall. Let's just fucking go for it. Mm-hmm. Show overall, yeah. Um. Oh, this is tough for me. You were much angrier at that main yeah, event. Yeah, because the negligence really fucking eats yes. away at me. And I, I that's one thing that I fucking hate. Mm-hmm. Um, NXT, again, there's a lot of redacted. Yes. And it sucks real bad. Um, yeah, the dinner debonair thing, I didn't care either way. It just, mm-hmm. I don't know, it just didn't have any effect on me at all. Um, fuck. It's tough. Uh, because my match of the night was on NXT, okay. I'm going to go with NXT. Wow. Not by much. Okay. Right, McAfee well. stuff, I don't give a fuck about. All right, you support creeps and scumbags, duly noted. I mean, you support people getting hurt, so that's okay. That's true. I'm um, a pants shitter, so. You are a pants shitter. You, you, you think that uh, CTE doesn't exist. That's true. You CTE truth through you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Chris Nowinski. <laughs> uh, that's literally... I, I tried to look at, okay, what was my biggest gripe of the night? And yeah. that was my okay. biggest gripe of the night. All right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the stuff that I liked on both shows was good. Yeah. I liked the tournament stuff on mm-hmm. AEW. I thought that was really good. Um, again, I wish there was more of a women's presence. Yeah, of I course. I really do. Um, but, yeah, like NXT, like, that match was fucking great. You know, the Gargano stuff I thought was a ton yeah. of fun. Um, the main was okay. I don't, yeah. again, I don't care about where they're going, but at least it's something, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with NXT. Okay. All right. So you, you support creeps and you hate Eddie Kingston. I get it. Listen, I love Eddie Kingston. I love Eddie Kingston a ton. Mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. What I don't like is, uh, you know, people getting legitimately hurt mm-hmm. and then people not being smart enough to fucking recognize it. Okay. So, that's where I'm at. All right. Well, pal, uh, that puts me season two at 24 for AEW and 17 for NXT, like a true pants shitter, and you at 21 for AEW and 20 for NXT, like a, uh, I'm, I'm like a, sk- a pants shorter. I'm, I'm a skid marker. Yeah, you are a skid mark. And that puts me at, uh, let's see, hold on. That doesn't make any sense. I think I messed these numbers up again. There it is. Uh, I'm at 27 and 26 for AEW, and you are at 25 for AEW and 28 for NXT. T. NXT. Ratings, real quick. Long show again. Uh, AEW wins 753,000 to 644,000. And I guess this is going up against the World Series. Is that a thing that's happening yeah, right now? Yeah, the World Series is happening. Okay. I think last night was like a, a big like night of premieres yeah. for like fall TV. Too. So AEW lost like 70,000. 
And NXT only lost like uh, 7,000. So yeah. like the NXT faithful are stay, staying in. They're not as much as what AEW pulls in, but they're not dropping as much when there's other stuff going on. Yeah. So I don't know what that says about TV or anything like that, but. Yeah, I, I don't understand. So. I don't know. I watch what I watch. Right. Outside of wrestling on TV, I don't really watch a lot of like live TV other than like football while it's on, but that's right. about it. Yep. All right. Time for social meds. I'm going to hit the social meds. It's a long show. Let's get the hell out of here. Do what it you think? Do it up, baby boy. All right. Well, uh, if you're listening to this show and you did not find us on social media, you can find us at Wednesday War Pod on Twitter, uh, Wednesday Night War Podcast on Instagram, same thing on Facebook. Find us there. Uh, we, we will blow up your Twitter feeds every Wednesday. Uh, and then basically silent for the rest of the week. <laughs> um, so you just have to deal with one day of our bullshit. Uh, if you want to email the show with questions, concerns, likes, dislikes, topics you want us to talk about, or just to say hello, that's at Wednesday Night War Pod at gmail.com. Wednesday Night War Podcast.com is where you can find the podcast on the Podbean. We're also available on iTunes and everywhere else you can find a, a goddamn podcast, I think. We are a part of the soon to na- soon to be named network at soon to be named network.com at STBN Network on Twitter. Uh, tons of shows there. Our podcasting friends, our podcasting brothers, tons of topics, wrestling, comics, politics, puzzles, porches. <laughs> uh <laughs> You can uh, a lot of a lot of <laughs> uh, long box heroes. Don't do that. You blew you blew yourself up I last did. week. I'm done. So. I'm done. It took me three days to recover from my chilling freeze impression. <laughs> long box heroes. Long box heroes after dark. At odds with wrestling. Profane argument. Final wrestling place. Puzzle warriors three. And the greatest podcast that ever hit the airwaves. Porch talk. Big facts. Uh, Big facts only. Outside of the soon to be named network, give a listen to our friends at the pod, the dreaded sundown. At Pod Sundown, they are a Harvey, a Harvey movie, a horror, Harvey movie, a horror movie podcast and collector show. Talk about what they bought. Talk about some fun movies. There are good friends, Chuck and Bill, uh, not Chuck and Billy. I wish, I wish but they're Billy not and Chuck. Billy and Chuck, uh, and also Cinema Vertigo Go at Cinema Vertigo Go on Twitter. Uh, I am on this week's episode. You so are. we talked hashtag alive and the Vincent Price, Roger Corman piece, uh, Mask of the Red Death. Uh, it was fun. If you want to hear me, hear me talk about things other than wrestling, uh, those two movies we cover. And it was, it was very fun to do, uh, that again at cinema com, I think, but at cinema on Twitter. Uh, and I'll be on in a coming week or two again, uh, watching some other movies cause I had a good time. Personal-wise, if you want to reach out to me, uh, at the Dooge, T-H-E-D-O-O-G-E, on Twitter. I think I spelled that right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we're doing 31 movies. You spelled it right, yeah. I, 31 movies in 31 days, so talking horror movies, talking wrestling, uh, talking, I don't know what else, talking Carson Wentz won me 300 bucks tonight. That's what we're talking. My my, my baby boy. Can't even be mad that they beat my Giants, because he won me 300 bucks. One Sylvania. He's back, baby. That's right. Big two wins. Uh, He's back. How about you, Brett? Where can they find you to um, chat it up? You can talk to me about how the Eagles have two wins, and I still don't care. Uh, at BrettXEdge570. Um, talk to me about your favorite AFI album. Because, uh, you know, for some AFI is a spooky season band. For me, it is all the time. 
talk to me about uh i don't know some movies i'm watching that i've been putting up watch the conjuring tonight as i mentioned before and it scared the uh the poo out of me Mm. um talk to me about eddie kingston talk to me about uh how 24 years ago this week uh was uh keishan weiger making his first time Mm. appearance against the great muda talk to me about all that shit because that's the shit that really matters in life it's true um but yeah Hit me up, Brad X Edge five seven zero. Uh, we mentioned it earlier. Um, uh, independentwrestling.tv, Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium. This weekend, got a couple things going on. Uh, tomorrow night, we have the Fight Club Pro Wrestling Summer Jam mixtape. I'm guessing it's just a mixtape. Um, but there is a tag team on it called Oreo Speedwagon, which makes me <laughs> real happy. Um, Saturday, they have the uh, 2020 Action Futures Showcase Tournament. Um, so, if you're into that shit, watch it. And then uh, Sunday, the uh, Matt Tremont Retirement Party. Yes. Um, Matt Tremont and Effie are teaming up. Which, so, that'll be very interesting. And then also on Sunday, Sunday night, uh, the uh, Pizza Party Wrestling presents Bout for Clout 99. Oh. It is taped pro wrestling, not live pro wrestling. Okay. So, well, hey. Uh, but hey, if you're in the movers of independent wrestling, use the promo code MORTIS, yep. and that'll get you five days for free. Masked Wrestler was a lot of fun. Yeah, Masked Wrestler on Wednesday nights, uh, 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. ton of fun. Yep. I enjoy the shit out of it. Short, 20 minutes. Quick watch. Yep. If, you know, if you just want to watch something quicker that's enjoyable. Give it a try. Absolutely. Give independent wrestling a try. Goddamn independent wrestling. Mm-hmm. In the pandemic. Yep. Yep. Well, this is a more controlled environment. A little bit. Slightly. You know. Kind of. You know, not uh, like other things. Yeah. So. Well, hey. We yeah. all can't be winners. That's, I mean, we could be, I guess, well, if we tried we, hard well, enough. Winner is you, sir. That's true. So. All right, pal. That's it. Let's get the hell out of here, man. We got stuff to do. Do we? Yeah, go to bed. I'll say I gotta drive home. Yep. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate ya. Pro wrestling. Let's get. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini. Of Podcast Network. Now you're off, nerds. <laughs>